When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything love. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Yeah. Should we do like love songs the rest of the show? No, thanks. Bye. You know, my sister's very sweet. They sent me... um, little um flower floral ar- arrangement and then after that i got a like a candle holder like a votive holder i don't think the sister who ordered it realized what it said on it it said every love story is beautiful but ours is my favorite that's what? weird, right? <laughs> oh, a, Steve is not on. Oh, oh, oh sorry. I should have hit the button. I maybe hit the wrong one. Who, who, who got that? My sisters. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe they mean like sister love story. Okay. Galentine's. Every yeah. love story is beautiful, but ours is my favorite. The Valentine I got from Steve's sister was very Rocco! <laughs> no. Rocco! Okay. Listen, Too soon. Okay. guys, I got a stressful situation right now that I would like to seek help from. May I briefly? Yes. I'm, not, I'm really dealing with some stuff right now. Okay. A couple days ago on Facebook, I go on and it says, oh, Private Steve Patterson shared your post. Private Steve Patterson. So, when you have someone who's pretending to be you on Instagram, it's a relatively easy way to notify them and shut them down. So I see there's some fake out there who's pretending to be me on Facebook, whatever. But you want to shut it down in case they start saying weird crap. And they got your picture. And they've got, you know, photos of yours that they're sharing and all this sort of stuff. So then I I, I go to try to, like, shut this person down. But when you go onto somebody's account... And you go to report their page and say, this person is pretending to be someone that they're not. They say, oh, okay, who are they pretending to be? And then you're supposed to be able to put your name in and it pops up. It will not bring me up. It won't bring up my public account. It won't bring up my private account. So I cannot adequately, appropriately uh, report this person in their most recent post saying, Thank you for being a fan and liking my official page. May God bless you. They must have done their research. (laughs) I'd like to tell you this is my private page. This is going to be a satirical kind of account. And I'm putting up this post to have 30 lucky fans to text me privately on this number or over at WhatsApp. Deleting this post as soon as I have 30 lucky fans. Hashtag the Steve Patterson. Hashtag I love my fans. So private Steve Patterson is not me. They're taking all of the pictures and all that. Does, has anyone ever encountered this on Facebook, but yet you cannot 
input your name. Do you understand the problem I'm saying? You go to their page, they're pretending to be, who are they pretending to be? Tell us. And when I go to put my name in, I don't come up anywhere in the Facebook directory. So I cannot complete the report. So what do I do? I had a problem with Instagram once. Like I couldn't get into my account. Yeah. But they wouldn't let, no matter what I did to try to change my password or update my password, I couldn't get in. I somehow found a phone number, called them. They made me take a picture of myself holding up something. Like ID or something like that? Yeah. I've done that before. And send it to them so that they can, you know, let me back in. There's got to be a different... They don't make it easy. Well, Facebook almost makes it really easy because it says, just tell us right in this little box, who are they pretending to be? And as I type in like... The Steve, and it's like the Steve Harvey show, the Steve Wilco show. And then I'm thinking at some point it's going to show me as I put my full name in, nothing pops up. So it is so close to being such an intuitive, simple process, and yet it's not. Now, look, I'm not super concerned this person has one follower, but, you know, (laughs) you don't want them using your picture and then saying, my favorite thing about last night was farting or something it's stupid. It's probably Mike Marcotte. <laughs> I'll sue him to high hell. You wait. You just wait. Or Elizabeth Reese. <laughs> now, you asked a question about uh, Kelly and Ryan off the air. So here's the thing. So I- I'm going to be on Kelly and Ryan today on their Valentine's episode. The question of whether or not we will be able to bring some of it to you live. I had my family watch it live on the East Coast at 941 is when I walk out on stage. But that's generally when we go to a commercial break. Mm. Oh, it is indeed. You know, and so I don't know that we'll be able to bring it to you live in our 11 o'clock hour, which is when it airs here in Minnesota on CARE. Um, So, yeah, we'll play it by ear. Well, we can't play anything by ear anymore? We'll play it by ear. I DVR'd it today. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah, thanks. I hope that they included at the end the uh, the Donna and Steve show. That's the only reason I recorded it. (laughs) Shout out, yeah. (laughs) For me to say, uh, or you'll hear Seacrest say your name. You can listen to Steve on the Donna and Steve show, available as a podcast. Woo! All right, um, we've got time for one story. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This This is the beat. This is the only story you need to know. Okay. Adele was on the Graham Norton show because she, well, I think she was in town for the Brit Awards last week. And um, so that was on Friday. And she offered a little more insight into why she delayed the residency just a day before it was set to begin. Hmm. First and foremost, she says that absolutely, without a doubt, it will be rescheduled this year. Okay, that's definitive. Yes. So she said they're working their butts off right now. She doesn't want to announce a new set of dates until she knows everything will definitely be ready. And the sooner that she can announce, the better. But she was like, I don't want to do that in case it's not ready in in time. But we are 100% making this happen this year. Does that mean she'll let us know the night before? (laughs) <laughs> it's a joke. I love Too Adele. Soon, okay, Steve. sorry. Anyway, she said that she really tried her hardest and really thought she would be able to pull something off in time talking about the canceled shows. And she regrets that she kept going until that late in the day. She said, the truth is it would have been a really half-assed show, and I can't do that. People will see straight through me on the stage and know I didn't want to be doing it. 
I've never done anything like that in my life, and I'm not going to start now. Mm. Um, so that's really all we're getting out of this interview right now. But, you know, okay. at least we know that she's going to She didn't confirm back. engagement either. She was wearing a, a, a big ring on her finger. She did say she wants to get it done this year, the show, because next year she's got plans, and it sounds like she wants to have a baby. Oh, mm. lovely. So she probably is engaged. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Steve. Bye now. When we return, uh, we've got, well, let's do a little food news here. We talked a lot of Super Bowl in hour one, talked a little Adele there. Let's do a little food news. Uh, there is a trendy new restaurant dish out there that, go figure, Donna thinks sounds terrible. This could be anything, guys. This could be chicken fingers. This could be a baked potato. The woman has no, a deranged taste of food. Whatever. Also, for my baking friends out there, I've got a recipe for you from the year 1685. What? I think we should try to make it. We'll tell you about it when we come back, Donna and Steve. Oh, you know, I love being a dad, but between work work and kid work, it can be a little difficult to get a workout in. Well, Steve, I've got great news for you and all the other parents out there. The Y offers free child care with a family or dual membership. What? Yeah, you work out while your kids do fun activities and make new friends. Join the Y by February 28th and get $10 enrollment with 25% off dues through April. Join at YMCANorth.org. You said it, Donna. I'm on it. It's us, Donna and Steve, on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We are also joined by Mr. DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Stir. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Yep. Okay. I get it if you're on Survivor. Not sure about this. The New York Post apparently just did this big write-up on how the hottest new delicacy at restaurants in the UK right now. Can't be trusted already, but go ahead. <laughs> they, are, they are really into squirrel meat. Oh, buddy. I'm mm. listening. So, obviously, there are plenty of hunters who eat squirrel meat, but you don't really see it on restaurant menus, right? Not a lot. No, you no, don't you don't. see, like, squirrel soup. Mm-mm. But people in the UK are seeing it more and more, and they're not even eating their own squirrels. They're eating ours. The North American gray squirrel is considered an invasive species over there, so killing and eating them is encouraged. Wow. So get ready for Applebee's to be changing <laughs> up their menu. Wow. Their servers suddenly have like the gliding things, like the gliding squirrels. Hi, they put their arms out. Welcome to Applebee's. They look like the. <laughs> the winged squirrels. Oh my gosh. You know, uh, I see here that even New York City has a squirrel hunting season that runs from November till the end of this month. Listen, I can tell you this. I'm sure Pete is listening, but there are a lot of people who are listening right so now who squirrels. say, we would love that. Yeah. There are some, some places that get a lot of squirrels. You know, this past year at my house, Queen. I have never seen so many squirrels anywhere in my life as i have on my front lawn it's almost like every squirrel in my neighborhood had babies yeah and my dog killed one but anyway oh really yeah he did wow yeah it was terrible i don't know it's a circle of life he I, you know <laughs> he grabbed it like a toy and, and shook it and yeah lights out Anyway, mm. um, I 
I kind of get it when you have like an invasion like that. I know when I was in Mexico one year, the lionfish was an invasive species. So they put it on the menu at a restaurant and I'm like, what the hell? I'll try it. Oh, and tastes like chicken. Yeah. No, it was fine. It it wasn't anything that I would order again, but it wasn't like, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, it's a weird world out there. It's funny how we determine what we will eat and what we won't eat. Isn't that the truth? I mean, doesn't China offer quite a bit of different things? Like dog? Is that true? Is that, or is that a rumor? No, there's a there's dog? a dog trade. In fact, a lot of the rescues here in in town, quote unquote, um, rescue dogs from the trade market. Really? Yeah, and fly them over here. Wow. 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 You're not a bad dog. You're just a tasty dog. Donna. What? <laughs> Speaking of which, Donna won our Super Bowl bet. Which means at some point in the month of February, I will go with Donna to a dog park and I'll even bring my dog. Okay, how about this? Rocco is having a party for his dog on Sunday. Nope. Okay. Well, I already knew not to. No, I'm not doing a weekend thing. You can't. This has to be one thing on Sunday. Oh, we're not coming for the weekend. No, I know, but just a weekend thing. No, no. Let's just be cool about this. It's like Donna. It's going to be like a Wednesday afternoon. I'll meet you at three o'clock in Egan or wherever you go. That's when you go to the dog park, don't you? Go every day. Most people want to get away from their kids. What's up with you? I like mine. (laughs) I I they're they're in a good phase right now. Okay. Yeah, let's, we're doing fine. a weekday thing. This is not turning into a weekend thing. Rocco. Weekend thing, very invasive. I know. I first of all, I know not to invite Steve to things. Thank you. I know not. I mean, my it's probably going to interfere with his 10 a.m. church and his 4 p.m. church on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> the double feature. <laughs> See if there's anything changed in the second sermon. But yeah, we're having a dog. It's my dog's one year birthday, so we're going to have his dog friends over. And I thought, hey, Donna likes dogs. Maybe I'll see if And she my dog likes over. dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is right up Donna's alley. You know, you guys will, I don't know if this will make you feel better about me or worse about me. You can ask, I used to work on television. Years ago, I worked Sorry. on a show called Twin Cities Live. Really? And I was, for seven and a half years there, I was a blanket no to virtually every invite. And what was great about that, here's what you cannot do. You can't say yes to one person. You have Because if you say yes to one person and then no to the other person's recital, you have just dropped a bomb in that office of silent angst and gossip and all that. You have to say no to everybody. Then people don't, they don't feel offended. They're like, yeah, he's just generally a jerk, doesn't go to anything, as opposed to he went whenever Judy asked him to go out to the happy hour to celebrate this, but he didn't go to blank. You just say no to everything. You're an equal. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Opportunity Offender, which actually puts you in a better position as opposed to picking and choosing your yeses and nos. Because then what if I say yes to Rocco's dog party and then Donna's like, hey, can we go to the dog park? And I'm like, oh, God, no. It's just a She's long a way of saying you don't really like to do social things with your coworkers. You got it, buddy. <laughs> that is the God's honest truth. I love camaraderie. I love camaraderie at work, like in the building. I like hallway camaraderie, swinging by, chatting. Yeah, I don't like that. I like that. See, I'm more like, hey, if you feel like chatting, let's go have lunch. Because I want to get my crap done and leave. Oh, I was just talking about this. We were Funny, we were at Chan Essen Dinner Theaters. I was about to tell a story. Oh. And then salads come. And uh, my sister was like, okay, go ahead, tell us that story. And I said, or Lou said that. And I said, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to eat this salad first. And I said, this is why I never want to have lunch for a meeting where any sort of productive talking needs to happen, unless it's someone I love dearly. Let's go get drinks. Then we're just doing a momentary sip. I'll stay at a place with you for an hour. But I don't want 20 minutes of it to be interrupted by us staring at each other while we chew. No, no, no. Get a cocktail or a coffee and get on with your life. Well, you have a lot of issues. I think I do have an issue with that. I think I do. I'm pretty sure I do. That's so weird. I also, if I see someone I know in the grocery store, everything in my power to avoid them. Me too. I'll run right through a cereal box if I have to get to the other aisle. I'll put a mask on if I need to. (laughs) Uh, All right. Oh, let's play a game. Oh, my gosh. Call us now. 651-641-1071. Uh, that's the number to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. 651-641-1071. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. call now. Get- All right. Are you ready to do this? You know how to just make me. Woo! All right. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> thanks for the famed interest. Yeah. I'm also ready. All right. Thanks, do Rocco. It. It's all you, baby. It's time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. And I also want to celebrate love, man. It's the yeah, Valentine's man. Day. Get it, buddy. Let's go. So I Google. I was Googling like biggest, best love songs of all time today. And I saw like Good Housekeeping and Parade Magazine had a list. And then I saw Billboard had a list. Billboard keeps track of record sales. And they are like the definitive uh, source for what's the biggest love song of all time. You don't have to explain yourself to oh, us. Oh, I do. Yeah, man. In fact, I'm going to tell you, Billboard <laughs> charted these. Based on actual performance on the weekly Billboard Hot 100 charts. They're based on our inverse point system, where songs at number one getting the most points, songs at number 100 getting the least, they have scientifically proven what the 50 greatest, biggest love songs of all time are. And I'm going to quiz you on the top three by giving you the year and the opening lyric. What a succinct description. I'm ready to play. Thank you. Let's see what Amy has to say about this. Amy, Amy, are you still alive? I am. I am. Oh, okay. I'm impressed. 
So I'm going to quiz these two yahoos on the three biggest love songs of all time, according to Billboard, by giving them the year and the opening lyric. Who do you think will know more about the biggest, best love songs of all time? Donna well, I feel like it's Valentine's Day, so let's go with Donna Valentine. Yeah. Thanks, Amy. Yeah. All right, yeah. that's fair. That's fine. Woo. I'll be standing by. Bye, Steve. <laughs> all, right. all right, Amy. I'll try not to let you down. Here we go. Okay, I'll start at the third biggest love song of all time. It happened in 1977. It was number one for three weeks. The opening lyric is... I know your eyes in the morning sun. I, I feel you touch me in the, in the pouring rain. You know what? Hang on. I'm How gonna, deep is your love by the beaches? Because I love you, Donna Valentine. I'm just going to not play the thing. Thanks. Oh, thanks, Rocco. All right. How I'll deep is your deep. love? Okay. Number two. Number one for 14 weeks in 1994. Uh-oh. Close your eyes. Make a wish. And blow out the candlelight. Close your eyes, blow out the candle. All right, uh, I'm going to come back to that. Okay, one. number one, the number one biggest best love song of all time, according to Billboard, was number one for nine weeks in 1981. The opening lyric is, "My love, there's only you in my life. That's the um, only thing that's right." That's Kenny Rogers, and the song is. Oh, uh, no, that's Endless Love by Kenny Rogers and Diana Ross. By who? Diana, it doesn't matter. Okay, let's see. It's Endless Love by Diana Ross and some... Their buzzer just went off anyways. Let's bring Amy back. Oh, man, what is that number two, Let's go over these. So number one, Donna said was how... Go ahead. Uh, Well, let me just go over. Okay. Number three, she said was How Deep Is Your Love by the Bee Gees. How do you feel about that? I think that's right. Okay, here's the one that she struggled with. Number one for 14 weeks in 1994. Close your eyes, make a this. wish, it's and blow out the candlelight. I think it's the bangles. Oh, close um, your eyes. Uh, oh, 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 gosh. It's not the, is it the bangles? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it, the bangles is so right. So what's the name of that song? I just can't think of it. Okay. Dude, it's and, a great song. And then yeah, number one, she said it was Endless Love. Your thoughts? Yeah. So that's Lionel Richie and Diana, Diana Ross. Okay. okay, cool. All right. All right well, come on, blah, blah, blah. Here comes Steve. Come on, Steve. All right, all right, all right, all right, Steve. This wasn't as easy as we thought, okay? Really? And well, because for you, maybe for me. And because I have love for the two of you, I will, uh, and I know you have awkward feelings about that, Steve, I am going to not play the timer or the buzzer. I'm just going to read you oh, the wow. lyrics of these songs. Donna's still trying to get one of these right. She's humming. <laughs> she just took her headphones yeah, off to hum it again. because she's going to yeah. uh, screw you up. Okay, Donna, excuse me. Here okay. we go. All right, Steve, the third biggest best love song of all time, according to Billboard, was number one for three weeks in 1977. The opening lyric is, I know your eyes in the morning sun. I feel you touch me in the pouring rain. Hmm. I'm going to pass on that for right now. The number two biggest love song of all time was number one for 14 weeks in 1994. It starts with this line. Close your eyes, make a wish, and blow out the candlelight. I'll make love to you, boys to men. 
And the number one song of all time was number one for nine weeks in 1981. And it goes, my love, there's only you in my life. The only thing that's right. Endless love. The first song, I just don't know. I think you probably do, but... There's a, the second lyric sounded familiar. I'll be Damn. curious to find out what this is. No, uh, well, let's uh, bring Amy back. Uh, the number uh, three best biggest love song of all time goes like this. Yes, oh, this one. Does it come back to you yet, Stevie? How deep is your love? Yes. Oh, man. Donna got that one. You didn't. So it's one nothing done. I just realized what I thought the number two song was. Yeah. Eternal Eternal Flame. Flame. Yes. Yes. This was the number two song. Steve nailed it. Yeah. We had the wrong decade. Oh, yes. My sweet spot. This is from their album called Two. Boys Two. Just the Roman numeral two. (laughs) Donna. That's Steve, my truth about my childhood. And Steve did not listen to the song until he was married. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly didn't practice it until no. he was married. And then uh, you guys both got <laughs> this one, right? Marlo. I love this song so much. Yeah. Who sings this? Lionel Richie. Okay, great. Diana, Diana Ross. There's only you. Oh, All right, so guess what? Endless it's two love. to two. Mm. It's two to two. It's time for a tiebreak error. I'm pumped to hear Lionel on American Idol as he gives just the sweet, sweet words of encouragement to contestants. Oh, I love He's Lionel Richie. He's my favorite judge, I think. Yes. He's just very sweet. Something about you, sweetheart. I need to tell you. Uncle Lionel thinks you can do great. Okay. All right. He is doing the best. Bobby Kennedy or I don't Lionel know who Richie. I was doing. <laughs> and did you know, I don't think Lionel or the Commodores is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's, I protest. Wow. I protest as well. Yeah. Um, but here we go. This is a tiebreaker. This is the fourth biggest love song of all time. It was number one for 10 weeks in 2011. Oh, no. Mm. And I'm going to play it for you. See if you can name it. Steve. Steve. Without love. Donna or Amy. We found love. <laughs> oh, Rihanna? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, found we found love. love. Yes. Right, give it to Amy. Whatever. Let's give yeah, a Amy, t-shirt to Amy. It's a day Woo! of love. Well, there's a, some people misinterpret those lyrics without dove in a soapless place. It's without <laughs> love in a hopeless place. But, you know. <laughs> it's tricky. Joke. It's not, oh, I'm bummed. It's not Father's Day. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> hey, That's Amy, funny. you just go out there with that shirt and give them hell. <laughs> do. All right. Thank you. Amy. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Bye. Yay. Hang on the line. Oh man, I'm really bummed that that Hello. wasn't Eternal Flame. That is I a good am one. That's such a great song, and the fact that I was able to pull it out of the thin air. Or it wasn't thin; it was thick. But uh, do you want a tip? I got five of them. All right. Time for a tip. Kick it. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Hey. Everybody hey. on the show. Not this one, but was it in the club? Yeah, you can't say they did this song. Well, <laughs> and then it's the, a totally different song. Well, it's the same. It's, nope. It's sampled off of that, right? I don't think so. In the club is not. It's a totally different song from that song. Oh. oh. I thought everybody in the club getting tipsy. No. Mm-mm. 
What song is that, Rocco? Oh, he's Which, on the phone. Tipsy or Into Club by 50 Cent? Oh. Because that song that you just heard is Tipsy. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Into Club is different. Is a different song. I'm so white. No, you're doing great. You're doing great. Five quick things to make your morning better. How about The Rock last night, huh? He was great. What was with his pants? His were slacks tight. were odd. I liked his. I liked his slacks. He does this high waisted, almost like an old timey, like he's a part of the like a nineteen forties gangsters thick movie. Him up. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of those high waisted and almost a bit of hammer pants in him. I thought Man, he looked good. I he's he looked so really jacked. Good. Yeah, he's enormous. Oh my gosh, that is a huge human being. I was kind of hoping, big. you know, when he introduced the Rams, I was like, oh, that was cool. Now who's going to introduce the Bengals? Oh yeah, like, would have been fun if maybe a rival. Because he lives in Los Angeles, right? But he did, yeah. it was fun. It was fun. You know, they could have had like a Dave Chappelle come out. Sure, he's from Ohio. No, guys, nobody can follow The Rock. When he does that with 80,000 people around, he's done that at one WrestleMania after another. Finally, the Super Bowl has come back. I mean, he just destroyed it. It was just so good. It was good. Five tips to having a better morning. All right. Uh, too late now. Donna, write something down that you're grateful for. So you might be like, oh, bummer, I didn't have uh, a full tank of gas this morning. It was stressful. Instead, choose to be grateful that you have a vehicle. Got it. Love Number it. two, drink a glass of water like your boy Stevie Boy does now. I do it every morning. Doesn't matter if you sip it or chug it. Just start your day by hydrating because we get dehydrated before uh, when we sleep, unless you're like me and you take magnesium uh, glycinate oh, and a full glass of water right before you go to bed. Number three, make your bed, you dirt bags. It's easy to get lazy and wow. to skip it. It only takes a minute or two, and studies show that it can make you more focused and task-oriented all day long. Number four. Get some sun. Go outside. Open the shades. More and more research supports the idea that getting some sunlight in the morning is good for us, especially this time of year when seasonal affective disorder is an issue. It's pretty bad right now for a lot of people with the pandemic and everything, the cold being cooped up. I know. It's It's tough. It's really tough. Take your vitamin D, too. Thanks. Bye. And get some sort of exercise. Even if it's just stretching, engaging your body for as little as five minutes can make a difference. Five simple ways to make your day a little better. Did your magnesium arrive yet from yeah, baby Dr. Doll. TikTok? Yeah, Dr. Oh, TikTok yeah. sent it. How are you feeling? Dreaming. I feel great. I, uh, I've been dreaming. I said it's like I may, I, they may as well rip the ticket stubs because I feel like I enter a movie theater each night. I am dreaming nonstop. And I will say this. When I take melatonin, and I used to freebase tonin, right? I would just take it any way that I could wow. get it. I don't know what that means. I would feel up groggy. When I take magnesium, melatonin helps you to fall asleep faster. Magnesium helps you to sleep longer. Mornings after melatonin, I feel groggy and my head feels heavy. Hmm. Magnesium mornings, not that way. But now I need to look into whether or not I got a bogus product and if the uh, 750 (laughs) milligrams is too much. The TikTok doc said only take 400 milligrams, but Amazon was offering me 750. Sometimes you could take too much of something. That's exactly right. Yeah, you could even do that with D. Can you? Uh, have you guys ever tried like lucid dreaming, where you can control your dreams? Yeah, it's fun. What do you mean? You like you go it. to the bathroom, come back, and then you're like, okay, where do I want to pick up this story? Yeah, yeah. Can I, yeah. I want to fly to you know Italy. We gotta go. Bye. Go. When we come back, <laughs> uh, did you know there was a big Mike Myers uh, feud that he had with a former co-star? Not I right. didn't even know about this, but apparently the beef is squash. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk. 
Miss those talks with friends that usually end up in awkward laughs. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. At the top of the hour, uh, Donna and I both watched a few episodes of Inventing Anna, new on Netflix. We'll talk about that in a few minutes, but since I just accidentally teased something different, we'll talk about it here. Okay. You, ever, you ever heard of Mike Myers? Sure. He was on the TV last night. <laughs> As Dr. Evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I really hope. He's not confirming, nor is he denying that there is an Austin Powers 4 in the works. And I maintain it is just the outright level of stupid humor that we could use. Just dumb for this. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Take of being dumb. I liked the commercial. I thought it was quite funny. Um, Mike Myers was also in a commercial. I think it was last year, a Wayne's World commercial with Dana Carvey. But what I just learned this morning, and I'm curious if either of you two knew, you're both very well read. Mike Myers and Dana Carvey had a big falling out that I didn't know about. I didn't either. I guess this all started when Mike Myers, he wrote the script for the first Wayne's World movie, which of course was modeled after the SNL sketches. And he basically ignored Dana Carvey's ideas, relegated his character Garth to more of a supporting role. In the movie, then things got a little weirder when Mike Myers made Austin Powers and he kind of borrowed Dana Carvey's impersonation of their Saturday Night Live boss, Lorne Michaels, for Dr. Evil. That's that's who Dr. Evil is modeled after. Dana Carvey's impression of Lorne Michaels. That's pretty funny, actually. So those two things, I guess, created this beef that they had for a while, where they just weren't really throwing love back and forth toward each other. I think it's interesting that Dana Carvey never said anything about it. Pretty big of him? Yeah, because that's a pretty big thing to quote-unquote borrow without giving credit where credit is due. And then to make a ton of money off of it, too. Yeah. You know? Last year, they uh, resurrected their Wayne's World characters for a Super Bowl commercial that I don't remember. And I guess they've been good ever since. Here's what Dana Carvey says. Quote, we've become very, very close friends. The, now, this is, I feel, a little dark, but I'll read it as he quoted it. The only good thing about getting old is you just sort of get a little more wisdom, you get a little more perspective, and you practice forgiveness for others and for yourself. I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I Isn't, couldn't agree more. You just you stop sweating the little things. Yeah. When you start realizing that there is you have finite time. Yes. On the planet. Isn't forgiveness the key to a good life, man? If you can go through your life without, you know, some people it's funny they they can't pride them. Well, no, they 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 don't. They can. They don't. Right. But some people you'll hear them. You know someone in your life who says, oh, I can hold a grudge. And they say it almost with a badge of honor. And you think, what a 
what a sad way to live your life. Just like hell-bent on holding a grudge, holding something against someone else. Whereas, like you, like to Dana Carvey's point, you forgive somebody, that is a very light way to live. Grudges, very heavy. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying, sister? I do, Steve. I hear you. But I'm glad Just they saying. worked it out. That's great. Now they're good friends. They're buddies. Hey, maybe could Dana Carvey appear in an upcoming uh, Austin Powers movie? Wouldn't that be great? That'd be very funny. Well, I do hope that we see a movie. Do do either of you care about Austin Powers? Did yeah. you watch all three? Yeah. Um, yeah I don't uh, remember probably. how many I watched. Probably. I don't know. I, I remember laughing pretty darn hard at that first one. Uh, my favorite was the third one. Where Dr. Evil, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know why I said evil, <laughs> Dr. Evil became more of the star, more so in my mind than Austin Powers. And then they introduced Goldmember, because, you know, all the Austin Powers movies, for those who don't know, are parodied after James Bond titles. Mm-hmm. So instead of Goldfinger, you get Goldmember, where I believe his junk had turned gold, right? Wasn't that the thing? <laughs> I don't know. I think so, and the gold member was very weird, but he's a great, great character. They had Fat Bastard, who was very funny in those movies. <laughs> I, I really think oh, Lord. that I gotta watch it. Mike, is it Myers? Mike Myers needs to do more stuff. You don't see enough of him. You don't. You really hardly see him at all. I think he really picks and chooses his things. You know, he's at that stage of his career where it's got to be interesting. Do you remember that he did a game show a couple of years ago? No. In character as someone? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> what show was that? The, was it the Gong Show? Yes, it was. And it yeah. was terrible. That character, people were like, what is this? Oh, See, man. I feel like they just lost it there because it was. it's funny <laughs> that they do that. Um, oh, yeah. Who did he? That was just a few years ago. Yes. It was uh, 2017 that they had the Gong Show. It was on ABC. And he played a... To- oh, Tommy Maitland was the name of his character, (laughs) and he wore kind of like a fat suit and just looked like an old-timey, eating-good-in-the-neighborhood game show host. Had an accent, committed the whole way. Uh, Rocco, could you find the Uh, Gong Show trailer with Mike Myers? I believe I have Let's hear a little bit of this. i got to sit through three more seconds of an ad, and... This is his style. A legend returns, and a legend arrives. A legend returns. <laughs> Thursday, June 22nd, the Gon Show is back. Who's this cheeky monkey? <laughs> Incredible acts. I love that. Celebrity judges. I hate it. I gave it a one. And one huge gong. You put this together last night. Legendary host Tommy Maitland makes his American debut. We're just here for funsies. The Gon Show. <laughs> Legendary host makes his American debut. That is it's not legendary. He's made up. That's funny. That's that's just clever. Like that. It's yeah. just it's a little smart. You know what I mean? Yeah, which doesn't always make Land. the whole room laugh. Right. Yeah, but if you appreciate it, you appreciate it. So we'll see what happens there uh, with that. By the way, we saw Footloose, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters uh, with... Took my daughter, um, our buddy Chris Howland, the publicist there. She is so sweet. She and is. Addie She's got great. this. She came on a Saturday just to say hi to my family as we arrived. Addie got this great footloose, like stone wash sweatshirt that she has worn uh, two days in a row now. Uh, but it was just so fun to be out there again. The atmosphere. It's just, I say the place hugs you when you walk in. And you know what's funny? I said that about the last show, Music Man. Starts with a bang. Opening number, boom. You're interested. It's just, it wins you over. Um, This reminded me of Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia ended with a bang. Just this big musical number. Footloose had a really fun, 
finish, a lights out fun finish. So I hope that you get a chance to go and see that. It was fun to get out of the house, to get some prime rib in me, and to enjoy a show. Good for you. Rocco, now when we come go? back. All right. I think we should. should go. All right, cool. We should go. Uh, Inventing Anna, the number one show on Netflix this weekend. Donna and I each watched a few episodes. Our thoughts. 